everybody. This is Kimberly. And this is Katie. And you're listening to A Date with Dateline. And Katie's a tiny bit sick today. So we're all going to be really patient. Oh, that's cruel. It's going to be fine. <laughs> she has a great I have a attitude. Lot to say. She actually is not a pain in the butt when she's sick. She's not one of those people. I'm actually a little ridiculous when she's I'm kinda sick. She's kind of funny and nice and yeah. Thanks. So, <laughs> not like you're not normally. So, a quick announcement. This Sunday will be our August live stream for our Patreon and our brand new super guest. And we'll be Yay. recording our live August episode. And it's, I'm deciding between two really good ones. Come join us. You can sign up right now and be there on Sunday. And you can talk to other listeners in the chat. You can post your theories and alternative titles. And it's really fun. So, it's fun. I think people yeah. in the chat have a good time. Oh, they do. It's like a party yeah. in there. Yeah. Uh, I kind of wish I could just be in the chat and not do the episode. Is that possible? Could I clone myself? Like that movie, Multiplicity. If you allow me to do the recap, I think it could be possible, but then it wouldn't be as enjoyable because your recaps are very good. We could try that one time. That could be fun. Maybe one time. Yeah. I also f was watching some YouTuber do a live stream and they had some fun games they were playing and I got some ideas for us. Interesting. Yeah. Also, we will be doing our book club at some point, maybe the end of this month, maybe the beginning yeah. of September. So join us for that as well if you join our Patreon and our Supercast. But if you don't, we are just happy that you're here and we're happy that you maybe gave us a five-star review and told a friend, subscribed, all of that. We appreciate it. Coleman. <laughs> Welcome. Do you know what I'm singing? Of course I know what you're singing. Okay, just making sure. It was Fremda recently also Stranger. Stranger. Happy to see you. you. Sorry. Oh, that made me sweaty. So <laughs> that was recently brought back into prominence when it was hilariously done by Patrick on Schitt's Creek. Oh. I thought he did a great job. Yes, he did. He was amazing. He was a great MC. It was adorable. Yeah. Okay, so this episode we're going to be covering is another classic because we're still in repeats. Except this and? one is under repeat. It was just a one that we would never cover because it covered a lot of crimes that we do not cover. Way too sad. But a really good episode, but way too sad. And by um, episode, she means a three-season series called Dark on Netflix. <laughs> Today That's we'll, what Katie we is will be watching. talking about dark at some point yes katie finally watched dark the, the german uh, tv german show. subtitled tv show that i've been trying to get her to watch forever the problem you should being, probably join she... our patreon or supercast right now if you haven't already because there is an hour-long discussion coming your way because <laughs> i have things to say and theories. i need to rewatch because i don't know if i'm going to be able to keep up very strong opinions on the musical choices for the show i have a oh, lot to say yeah. Okay. Well, now I know what I'm going to be doing the next few days is binging Dark because yeah. I've forgotten a lot of it. I have to watch it a second time to make sure I understand exactly what's happening because okay. the chances are small because yeah. it's very it's, you need it's a complicated. Chart. You but need it's one worth of those. It. I did. I not tell you you needed a chart. Like I got a chart. I would. I would pause and sit there. You know the girl in the meme and there's math equations all over her head? So I would mm -hmm. pause every five minutes or so and literally just sit there in my apartment 
and just think, just try to get things straight. And then I'd be like, and continue on, press play. Anyways, we're going to continue this at another time. This yep. episode is called Deadly Triangle. But again, I highly watch, recommend you watch Friday's all new Dateline, which was a very sad one, but just something that we wouldn't cover. Um, so this is, it is all a, new on it was there all was, new on Friday. I mean, it's not part of the new season. It was like a summer, I don't want to say a leftover episode, but it was a one hour. So it was like one that they had that they could put in. But it was um, very sad. It was so sad. And I think there's going to be some more ba- um, football. What's the sport with the one ball? Football. Where there's going to be some like Basketball. preseason stuff happening that's going to be preempting. I don't know. They posted, set your DVRs. It might be airing at 3 a.m. in your city. I see. So anyways, this episode that we're doing is a repeat, and I found it on Peacock. And it is called Deadly Triangle. And it is season 20, episode 14, and it aired December 30th, 2011. And it's hosted by Keith in a leather jacket. Yes, ma'am. Mr. Danny Zuko over here. Yep. Uh, we start with Lester, who has the longest intro ever, and to the thank you to the point that I thought he was the host of the episode. I thought I was just sick and was like, <laughs> maybe his intros are always this long, and I fast forward them. I couldn't honestly remember if I fast forward them or not, but it did seem awfully long. I yeah. feel like normally it's about four sentences. I feel like it's normally like two sentences. Okay. And this was this like, was like twelve to yeah, twenty it was sentences. Long. I don't even need to read it. I'm not going to read it. No, read Keith's opening if you have that because that was real good. What a time it was! That was what a time it was. The year he turned up in that crazy little car. What a sweet, impossible, unexpected last chance at love, at red passionate sin. Intro disco music here. For Marianne, it was 1985, and it was magic. And now he's here. She's here, and she is in 2011 in a courtroom of all places, forced to confess her forbidden love account for her sins. This grandmother, widow, what story would she tell? So we're traveling time. We're time travelers. We're all Doctor Who in it. Oh, and we are talking about dark. It is. It's basically dark. Okay, um, cool. So we see Marianne on the stand at age 75 in present tense, which for this episode was like 2011. And she's very... Dorothy Hamill? Uh, yeah. A Dorothy Hamill haircut. But so other than that, a classy looking lady. And she says, I'm here to tell the truth and let the chips fall where they may. And... F all you. I feel like that that part wasn't included, but she has a very F all of you energy. She's got a lot of sass on the yeah. stand, which leads me to um, one feverish um, of an invention that I had that you and I need to discuss called a sass squatch, which. <laughs> what is it, though? It doesn't need to be anything yet, but I okay. don't TM because it's a sassy Sasquatch and I feel like it could be a hit TV show. Well, like Harry and the Hendersons. He was yeah. pretty sassy, but she, but it's a she. Yeah. Ten times Harriet. the sass. Uh, so yeah. it's, or we just analyze the people on Dateline for their level of Sasquatchiness. Okay. okay. Mank is always off the charts. 
Yeah, for sure. Always. Sometimes Dennis, he'll be like very low levels. Beep, beep, beep. And then it's like, is this what the mask was like when you were kidnapped? Like, it's crazy. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so then Keith says, men. Trouble was, there were two. That's going in my quotes. By the way, I put it on Twitter again. I'm always looking for quotes. I know a lot of you are dear, dear listeners that actually go back and listen to our old episodes, which is probably a mistake. But give us your quotes. I want host quotes because I have many ideas in my head for these host quotes. Yeah. All right. Okay. So men, trouble was there were two, which was the one central fact, the inconvenient truth that caused all the trouble. Yeah. Not the inconvenient truth that caused me to fall asleep, but then lie to everyone and told them I loved that movie. It was very boring to me. Is that the Al Gore movie about? Yes, it is. About your favorite thing, which I'm pretty sure is the planet. Yes. I'm sure he talked about balloons in that. I'm sure. And you fell asleep. I'm writing a letter. I thought it was really boring. Dear Mr. Gore. I thought it could have been a lot more interesting. So This is Katie. You might remember me from such hit TV shows as (laughs) Sass Squad (laughs) Returns. Okay, so this all would have been forgotten about. This whatever we're talking about, which we still don't know because I haven't really gotten to the gist of the episode. If it weren't for our favorite tough Orange County prosecutor whose name Katie can never remember and now she is plagued with an illness... Is she going to remember this man this time, the probably 14th time we've seen him on this show? I wrote, John Lewin. I know that name. (laughs) Maybe being sick cures your face blindness only for John Lewin. You have John Lewin-specific face blindness. You see that I wrote, I know that name. Oh, but you still didn't recognize it. Not for even a second. (laughs) Not for a second. Does he oh always look God. like that, or does he look yes. remarkably different in no, this episode? he's the same. He looks the same. John Lewin, if you're out there, I'm so sorry. I don't know it's what is my issue with you. only for him. It's not for other people, It's I not feel like. only for him. Oh, okay. But, but he is one, he's gotten in that zone with me, and it's just, yeah. it's really hard to break yeah. out. I'm yeah. sorry. So he's the prosecutor. Did you recognize the cop, Jim Wallace? Okay, so next to Jim Wallace, I wrote, a.k.a. Roger Sterling from Mad Men. Yeah, very similar. Very similar. So I'll get into John. Was I supposed er, to recognize him? He has been on Dateline a bunch of times with John Lewin, but we only on covered, I think, one of them and also starring on Mad Men. Um, he did, but he I, doesn't. We should be clear. He doesn't. No, he's not the Mad real. Men. No. Yeah. But I did. <clears throat> do some outside research because I was curious. So I did get some interesting stuff about Jim Wallace. So we'll get there. Okay. One woman loved intensely by two men. He was the first, her husband, handsome, a surfer, adventurous, Archie McFarland, good old Arch. Oh, that's what Keith says. So he's 10 years older than Marianne. She had a daughter going into the marriage together. They had a son, Gary. Uh, They lived in Torrance which reminds me of Bring It On, because I don't know a lot about Torrance. Apologies, Torrance. So we meet the son, Gary, who's all grown up with an earring. He says it was leave it to beaver growing up. His dad was soft-spoken, very easygoing. They were the perfect nuclear family on the outside. On the inside, secretly, something seething. 
Okay. Seething is the best word. It conveys so much. Okay. So 1985, early in the morning, Archie goes into Gary's room, wakes him up for work. They both went to work really early. Gary was 20 at this point. Gary gets dressed and he heads outside. He sees his dad lying on the pavement, yells to his mom to call 911, but it's too late. And the detectives come. They see that he has been stabbed multiple times and he has passed away. It's very sad. Nothing is taken, so it's not a robbery. His car is still there. No one saw anything. So they think he was targeted, but there's no murder weapons, no fingerprints. This is way before DNA. But there is something strange. One of the stab wounds is near his groin. And it's like they're sending a message. And Keith says to the detective, a sexual message? And yes, Keith, it is a sexual message. Personal. Personal. This, so they're, his, Gary and his mom are standing out there with the police. They hear about the stab wound in the groin. Gary turns to his mom, Marianne, because it hits him all of a sudden. He knows exactly what happened. And she starts crying, saying, Oh my God. Oh my God. I can't believe he did it. I'm so sorry. Who? So Marianne goes to the cops and says, I know who did it. Janos, my boyfriend. And Keith says, that's right, boyfriend. So she had been having an affair with this guy, Janos Kulshar from Hungary, which I Mm. think is where my people hail from. She gave the police his picture and address. And they go to his apartment in Long Beach. And they find his car looking all innocent. That's what Keith says. It's an innocent looking VW bug. Unlike those shady test toy. toy, toy. What was that car that everyone had in a uh, Honda Civic? I was trying to toy, get. You were going toy, toy, Toyota Tricell. Toyota Toyota Tricell. No, it was a Tricell that I was thinking What is of. a Tricell? It's like the car that everyone I knew had in Orange County. I don't know why. Oh, I um, thought everyone had a Jetta. Or a Jetta, yeah. And that's also Volkswagen, so that would make more sense. Make more sense. Um, Sorry, what is the difference between a Beetle and a Bug? I think it's the same. Is the Beetle the new ones that came out? Remember when they came out with the new Beetle? No, I think they're all called Beetles. Are they called the Beetle Bug? What's the proper (laughs) name of that car? I don't... Volkswagen Beetle, I think. Shortened to Bug. Because Beetle is Uh, kind of Bug. No, this is not satisfactory. All right, keep going. (laughs) All right. So the car looks all innocent, but the officers, having some experience in this sort of thing, gave the, li- the car a little test to see just how innocent that car was. They touch the hood and it's hot and they say, J'accuse. Yes. You, Beetle, are not so innocent. Wipe that smug look off your face, Beetle. We see through. <laughs> and so it had just been driven. And Keith says, somebody had been pushing that old VW bug pretty hard, which I thought was funny. We don't. What does he say? So- <laughs> Sorry, I was, I was engrossed in that there is zero difference between the beetle and the bug. Why don't you just accept people that just, that's what People I just called it the bug because it's easier and faster to pronounce. Yeah, it's one it's, syllable versus two. As people opposed are lazy. to two. People are lazy. I can't stand it. Trust me. I, can't, I know. I can't abide this. My name has three syllables and rarely do people want to take the time to pronounce all three. So. So they call you Kimmy. Which is <laughs> yeah. what I'm so, going to be calling you today. Heads forth. 
Keith says somebody had been pushing that old VW bug pretty hard. And now Keith <laughs> is leaning on a bug, but he yes. clarifies. So he's outside of the apartment, which is the same place where Janos lived back then in the 80s. But they've found a car that looks like the VW Bug. So just for this shot, they rented a old VW Black Bug so that Keith could lean on it and say, we found a car similar. It was just sitting out here. I don't know if we needed all that. I feel like that money could have been better spent. Like when they flew Keith to Russia for that Patreon we just did for he, a didn't 30 second shot. Russia. I still feel like they didn't fly him. We're going to find out next time Keith is on the show. We're finding out. Yeah, we are. But the I have a feeling this was more like a really an intern that just started and mm-hmm. wanted to make a name for themselves. Right. So... They went above and beyond, and then Ran the next day, like, they're yeah. walking through the hallways at NBC, and people are like, hey, I heard about the bug shot. Great job. High five. How'd you get that? And then actually what it was is that her uncle had- Yes, totally. Happened to have a black bug yeah. that yeah, wanted Nailed to it. be on a dateline. So yep. that, there you go. Yeah. So the cops wait outside. Janos comes out, and his hair is wet like he was just taking a shower. And he says, oh, I'm going to my brother's house to do laundry. But it's 6.30 in the morning, so that's weird. Also, said, the engine... I'm going to my brother's house to do laundry? Yes. He didn't just say, I'm going to do laundry? No, at my brother's house. Interesting. So it's 6.30 in the morning. Also, why is the engine hot if he's just leaving now? So they say, why is the engine hot if you're just leaving now? And he says, oh, well, I did leave earlier, but I forgot something, and I had to come back for it. What did you forget? Well, I forgot the laundry. <laughs> So I was going to do laundry at my brother's house. I drove to my brother's house, but actually forgot the laundry and then had to drive back. Now, cops have already seen the laundry basket sitting in his car. So they also know that that is also a lie. Here's what what didn't make a lot of sense to me is the laundry basket that's in the front seat of his car appears to have four or five items of clothing in it. Yeah. So when he says, I forgot the laundry, I was like, you sure did. Because <laughs> that laundry basket has four yeah. to five items. So where's the other bag of laundry that you Maybe were those to are, bring? he doesn't have a lot of clothes or he always wears the same four things in the rotation and then does a wash, starts over again. One, two, three, four has to start over again. One, two, three, four. He only has four pairs of underwear. I also feel like if English is not his first language, then which we're not told that, but if it's not, it could mm-hmm. be that he was trying to say, I forgot some of the other laundry. And he just said, I forgot laundry instead okay. of putting in the extra words that would clarify the sentence. Does okay, that that's sense? possible. Trying to give um, him the benefit of the doubt because it didn't nice. seem like he had forgotten a large majority of his laundry. I went to the grocery store uh a couple weeks ago and left the bag inside my car for four hours and when i came back what it was, was all bad melted was uh, frozen 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 stuff? ice cream pops salads with dressing on them cheese uh all bad. oh and money items like stuff you spent money on yeah not uh, like I'm 99 cent my mom. store my mom has driven away from the grocery store with the groceries on top of the car so or in, in the cart next to her car several times. So I'm turning into Joni. So, That's okay. You have other stuff on your mind. Yeah. So they don't find any blood in his car or anything in the apartment, except for something weird. 
there are clothes hanging up in the shower. So that's his fifth pair of outfit. His fifth outfit is a shirt and pants that are wet, hanging to dry in his shower, even though he's going to do laundry. Okay? Okay. So none of this makes sense. I really no, wish we had not. a laundry sponsor this commercial. So yeah. Janos is arrested. The detective has 72 hours to come up with the case. He interrogates Janos, but Janos sorry, says... Also, did- we have to mention that the detective is Detective Cranky. Cranky. I loved him. He has a great facial hair with late wavy white beard. Um, he has a full Hulk Hogan facial yeah. hair going but it's on. it's thick he- and shiny. It looks healthy. Like Hulk Hogan's. Yeah. It's Hopefully. pretty impressive, and I'm wondering if it's modeled after his favorite wrestling star. Oh, that, I, I don't know if I want to hear that. So he interrogates Janos. Janos says he didn't do anything. He has no scratches on him, no blood on his clothes, or blood that they can see on those clothes that were in the shower. So mm. more on that later. Marianne wants to see her former lover in jail, so they tape the conversation. And she goes at him. Now, whether this is a performance or whether she is actually upset is up to interpretation. Mm. Thoughts? I was mixed feelings on it. Mm-hmm. At some points, it seemed a lot. Mm-hmm. But I think you would be, I mean, you would be, I don't know. I, I really wish I could have seen video. It was yeah, hard to tell from just helpful. the audio because the audio did seem a bit put on at points, but... I feel like if I could see how red her face was and things like that, I'd be yeah. able to tell better. Was so there a vein coming out of her neck? Right. Things like what that. You, what did you think? It felt genuine to me, but a tiny bit over the top. But again, she's a passionate woman who has lovers and her and husband such, was And her just husband killed. was just brutally murdered. Brutally so killed. So it's yeah. not any wonder And her son found him. And her yeah. son, yeah. yeah. So she's her voice is quivering, and she's like kind of screaming at him. How could you do such a horrible thing? And you think you're a man? If you get out of here alive, I'll kill you. Do you know what you've done? You've destroyed me. And he just says, "I didn't do anything. I don't know what you, I didn't do. What you're accusing me of?" And she says, "If I had a gun, I'd blow your brains out." And then that was she, the part. Yeah, that and the then, starting to threaten. Yeah. Then she spits on him. She says, love, you did this in the name of love on your love. So very dramatic. Never seen that before. I loved it. And speaking of spitting, if you're not nice to your waitstaff, you might find some bodily fluids in your food at a restaurant. It's always a safer choice to make your food at home, especially if some of your relatives are cranky at restaurants and order things like a low-carb burger with the bun or a Caesar salad with French dressing. Joni, I'm looking at you. (laughs) Well, lucky for you, with HelloFresh, you can get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. You can skip trips to the grocery store and restaurants and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. 
Yeah. Summer is almost over, so savor every last second with HelloFresh. HelloFresh delivers fresh quality produce from the farm to your door in less than a week, allowing you to enjoy the delicious flavors of the season right from home. And HelloFresh's quick and easy recipes, 20-minute meals, and low-prep, low-cleanup options provide an even faster route to putting food on the table around your packed schedule. Boy, is that helpful. And now you can enjoy more variety than ever before with Hello Custom. You can swap out one protein or a side for another. You can upgrade for a more luxe experience, or you can even add a protein to a veggie meal. That means more choices, more variety, and more meals that are truly tailored to you and your family. I love that. From burgers to stir fry to cuisines from around the world, there are just so many options. And that's part of the reason I love HelloFresh. We can mix it up whenever we want. And I can't tell you how much time it saves me in the kitchen when I am the one cooking. I feel like I am a world-class chef who can Mm -hmm. whip something up on the fly. Rapid crispy shrimp tacos in 20 minutes. Did it done and delicious. Oh, so go to HelloFresh.com slash Dateline16 and use code Dateline16 for 16 free meals across seven boxes and three free gifts. Three free gifts. Free. Crazy. Free. HelloFresh.com slash Dateline16 and use code Dateline16 for 16 free meals across seven boxes and three free gifts. Thank you so much, HelloFresh, for being our favorite and America's number one meal kit. That sounds amazing. No more leaving groceries in my car. No more spit in my food because of Joni's complicated orders. I'm just kidding. She's always really nice to waiters, so they love her. Of course they do. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Are you stuck in a toxic relationship like you love him, but he maybe killed your husband? Or are you in a toxic relationship with your own brain? That is the worst kind of toxic relationship. Brains Mm. are confusing and can be toxic, but you only get one of them. So you have to take care of it. I take Uh care of my brain with jigsaw puzzles, fresh air, repeats of Bob's Burgers, and therapy. After my Mm -hmm. weekly therapy sessions, I feel so much better. It is the best thing that you can do for yourself because a healthy mind equals enjoying your life more, equals less stress, equals Mm -hmm. just more joy in the small things. So if you want your life to just be happier, go to therapy. Yeah. What are you waiting for? I know it's scary, but it's so worth it. The best part about BetterHelp is that it's online therapy. It's whatever works for you, video, phone, live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't even have to show your face if Dateline has made you paranoid, which I totally understand. It is more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours, which it usually takes weeks. It's unheard yeah. of in the traditional therapy world. Amazing. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash dateline. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash dateline. Because all of our brains can use a little better help. Thank you, Thank better help. Get better, everyone. Why have we never said that? It's time for you to get better. Help. There, that's uh, why have we never All done right. that one. Well, well, now we will. That's okay. There it is. Why so, have we never done sass squatch? I know. Questions for the ages. 
inspiration. So Janos keeps saying, I didn't kill him. I didn't kill him. And Marianne is still going off. While we were off doing ad reads, she's still going off in the prison. She, it she's, was a quite it was quite a diatribe that she yeah. went on. It was a I lot. hate you with all the passion I can take up. And so yeah. she she sounds very the, not take up. That can't be right. Think up, muster up. Not sure what she actually said there. I was using my voice to text feature on my computer and it it was sus coming up with some of these i had to look at some of them and go what why did you think it said clown factory when i clearly said how dare you yeah murdered or whatever so maybe a clown has invaded my maybe it's because i made fun of pennywise last week so probably so the cops think she sounds believable but she maybe knows more than she's saying. So they take the case to the DA, but they won't prosecute because there's virtually no evidence. So they have to let Janos wow. go. He is just let go. And wow. the detective, Cranky, is very upset. He let, has to let this guy go Would you say he's cranky about it? I would say he's a little cranky. Yeah. So then Marianne says, I'll help the cops. I'll help you guys get him. Because she's furious at Yano's. So she and Yano's meet at a local restaurant. Now, it is B-roll footage that is very interesting. Should I talk about it here or no? Yeah. It's incredibly gonna... important. No, we're not going to talk about it because I want people to stay tuned. If you oh, just okay. stop at the end of the recap, yeah. you're you're missing out yeah. on some exciting things. And also, if you're not listening... 10 to 20 seconds past the end of each episode, you're also missing a lot of stuff at the end of our episodes. Generally, yep. I'll put some very good things in the end there. They're very short and concise and carefully mm -hmm. picked to go at the end. So mm -hmm. just a heads up. There's some nuggets there if you never They knew. rhyme with schloopers. They rhyme with tangents that were just either too big or Blanchants. just like perfect little encapsulations of yeah. something. So if you're new to our show and you never knew those were there, you're going to have some fun going back and finding them. Yes. Okay, we'll talk about the B-roll later. Um, yes. Okay, so she says, tell me what happened. Like, very sweetly. She's trying a different approach now. Tell mm -hmm. me what happened. And he says, nothing happened. And she says, you're not being honest with me. And she says, it's done. Like, I'm done. And he says, could How you kiss me? How long is this? How this, long is this after this happened? Sorry, I'll let you only go Only a few there. days, I think. So she's wired up a few days after he's released to like yeah. get this going. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's what and I he says, so she's like, I'm done. We're done. And he says, could you kiss me, please? One last time. Please kiss me. And she says, no. And he says, please. It's very like a French romance yeah, like a movie, thinking, a very like dramatic Camille, movie. Yeah, where somebody where a pulls man away falls in somebody, love. The apple represents their love or something, and then the apple goes Lauren rotten. Bacall, Humphrey Bogart. Yeah. It's a little, there's definitely a black and white film yeah. where there's push and pull of like, yeah. it's a little bit red and scarlet too. There's a little yes. bit of that in there. Yes. Okay. She says, no, it's the end. Goodbye. Do you understand that it's goodbye forever? Bear in mind, no, she is like, with she is American. That's, she is like, it's the 80s. Is. She is, but she is channeling. Yeah, she's channeling maybe Catherine Hepburn or not Catherine Hepburn, Audrey Hepburn, maybe, or yeah. one of the Hepburns. Vivian she's Lee. channeling yeah. a, a Hepburn. A Hepburn. A she's hepping it, it up. So, maybe even a garland. I don't know. There's yeah. a few things going on there. So, yeah, definitely a garland. Yeah, mm -hmm. super. So, Keith says, 
you know how it goes with ex-love. Sometimes the end isn't the end. Why don't we check back and say, 20 years? But Keith, let me ask you something. Is the end also the beginning? Is time <laughs> in an infinite loop? Because I'm pretty sure I just watched just a show watched on Dark. Netflix that told me that the end is the beginning. If anyone has not watched Dark, you have no idea what we're talking about. I'm sure a lot of people haven't watched Dark, I'm but sure I'm hoping that my little sly comments will spark some interest. So Gary devastated that Janos is out free. Gary so the, the son. Gary the son. Gary the son of Marianne and Archie. Yeah. The case goes cold. The cop is hoping, I'm going to put this on the shelf. Maybe in a few years, a cold case squad will see it with fresh eyes and see something that I didn't see. He's very open about like that he wasn't able to solve it, but maybe someone else will. So. I liked that about him. That he was limited in what he could do and he needed to move on because this is Torrance, California. There are a lot of cases. Oh, yeah, there, there probably are. Yeah. So then a few years after the murder, Gary is at his mom's house paying her phone bills and he sees calls to Long Beach. Hmm. And he's like, is she calling Sublime? I don't think so. Uh, oh <laughs> Sublime is the only people I could think of. So Gary sees all these calls to Long Beach. He calls the number. There we go, Gary. Gary goes Jessica Fletcher. And guess who answers? If you don't know by now, you haven't been watching enough Dateline, to quote Mank. He said that once in a Dateline episode. It was was really funny. So it's Janos on the phone. So his mom is talking to Janos again, basically back together with Janos, hooking up with the Janos. A few years after? How many years? A few years after. Three or four. that's too soon. Yeah. It's too soon. he is, Gary is shocked. He cuts all ties with his mother. He writes her a letter. Good. I, denou- I denounce you, mother. Also, He's, Gary was apparently paying her phone bill. So I think he was just like helping that. her with her paperwork. I don't know if he was actually paying it like with his own money. Uh, Maybe. So I have questions. Yeah. He just can't believe she's back together with Janos. And he's like, I'm done with her. The detectives think she feels like it's okay to be with Janos because there's no actual evidence that he did it. Like, I know I accused him and even spat on him, but they couldn't prove that he did it. So in her mind, she's playing those mind games that we all play. Like, it's okay. So she's back together with him. Gary gets married, has a family, moves on. Keith says, 17 awkward Christmases pass. So it's been 20 years now. Wow. 2002, John Lewin, aggressive DA and often Dateline correspondent. He looks at the file and thinks he did it. And he loves cold cases that are circumstantial. He doesn't need DNA. He loves like a challenge of a circumstantial case. So he calls veteran detective Jim Wallace, who he also works with a lot on other Datelines. Keith has called Jim Wallace the evidence whisperer. So a couple of the episodes, The Night Before Halloween, which is on our list, Secrets in the Mist, I don't think we've done. The Wire, I believe we did do. The Threat, I'm not sure we did. The Murder of Terry Hollis, I don't think we've done. Um, So Keith even wrote an endorsement to one of Jim's books 
that said wow. around Dateline, we had a phrase to describe Jay Warner Wallace, the evidence whisperer. He would come up with some unlikely bit of long neglected flotsam, realize it was key evidence and work it out until he'd wrung out every possible lead. Jim helped bring cases to court and our stories to life. And when I discovered he enjoys debating religious questions with an inquisitive guy like me, well, that was true joy. Mind you, we agree about almost nothing. But in this book, he makes his case, as always, with verve and charm, just like my friend Jim. So he writes these scientific and philosophical books that talk about pointing to evidence of God as if these people in the Bible are like witnesses in a crime case. It's all like a cold case crime scene investigation that points to God because he's very religious. He was actually a pastor at a big church down where I live. So in Orange County. So super religious, but like in a very interesting scientific way. So I kind of want to read some of his books. They sound interesting. Very Um, curious. Um, Also, can Keith write my eulogy? Okay, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Back to this. So the two guys re-interview Marianne. They kind of get the whole story about her relationship with Archie and her relationship with Janos. Basically, she had been married to Archie for a while. He's a lot older than her. He worships the ground she walks on. I got the ages. I got them. She was 47 at this time. Yes. And Janos, was, or sorry, Archie was in his... Six, was, 50, was 57. He was 57. 10 years older. 10 years older. Her. Okay. So almost 60. And then Janos was 32. Yeah, 20, 32, 25 years younger than Archie. So Gary was 18 or 20? 20. So, so she... Friends, um, this is a lot. Yeah, so she meets Janos at a club. She was feeling 47. They don't say what kind of club. They show the Alpine Club, which I'm thinking is like Maybe a, it's a country leisurely, club. like where you go and play bridge and Maybe. like sip martinis. And then once in a while, you have a few too many martinis. Yeah. It's not like. There are clubs in Orange County in like Irvine. So there's a lot of colleges in Irvine. Yeah. But basically, the the whole idea is she's getting bored with Archie. He worships the ground she walks on, but he's not providing a challenge for her. He She doesn't feel passionate about them. Then she meets this really young guy at a club, and it's all passion. So he's everything Archie isn't. So she tells Archie, I'm dating this man. And Archie, being the easygoing guy that he is, is like, okay, whatever. You do you. I'll be here whenever you want. I'm sure our marriage will survive. Go out as much as you want. I will be at home waiting for you, essentially. Very passive. Huh. So Gary, the son, doesn't know about the affair at first. But then one day he sees her sneaking off to take a call. And it's like, you didn't know before, but this was what tipped you off. And he becomes very aggressive. He grabs the phone out of her hand. And he says, do you know what you're doing to my family? But how did, she could have been on the phone with a cake store because she was planning a surprise party for Archie. She he doesn't don't, know. You don't giggle like a teenager on the phone with the cake store. <laughs> Could I have hey? <laughs> <laughs> and I'd like double the frosting. <laughs> no. You grab that phone, you say your piece and you hang it up. Gary, I'm all for it. So grab that phone. It, he maybe gets the dramatics from his mom, which is I like valid. It. So he he accuses her, I can't believe you're with this guy. This is before Archie died. And she moves out. And moves in with Janos in his apartment. Mm-hmm. 
And Archie is still loyal to her, won't let Gary say anything bad about her, says she's still your mother, she's still my wife. Crazy loyalty. Archie, what's going on? Keith thinks Archie is actually playing the long con. He the is. Long, no. He's playing the smart game. He's, he's playing, playing the long game. There's no con. There's no yeah. con in Archie. He's just, he knows that life comes around in. Yep. And so cycle. Marianne, who had been dating this fun, sexy, adventurous guy, is now living with this guy in his crappy little apartment smelling his farts all the time and he's clogging the toilet and there are roaches in the kitchen and she's like what the hell am i doing here so it lasts for a year and then she's she's done and they the cop and the detective basically think she she realizes i'm almost 50 archie has a pension he has life insurance i miss being taken care of and being comfortable and maybe the, I want central air conditioning. Orange yeah. County gets very hot and I feel like Janos's apartment only has a wall unit and so does mine and I want out of here just as much as she did. So I understand. So yeah. she says I want to come back. She says Archie can I come back? Archie of course welcomes her back with open arms. Smart. He was smart. So Janos yeah, kind of I don't it stinks, though, because it does feel like Archie's being taken advantage of. That's what it feels like. Um, uh, yes, what, uh, absolutely he is. But he was obsessed with her, but too. But he loves her. Magic Clovis. So Janos is obsessed with Marianne, doesn't want her to have left. So John Lewin says, you know, it takes two people to quit a relationship. And Janos wasn't going to accept it. And I feel like he stole that from Seinfeld. George George Costanza was trying to break up with this girl. And he says, breaking up is like launching a nuclear weapon. Both of you have to turn your keys. And she would not accept that he was breaking up. And so he would just scream at her, turn your key. And she's like, no, it's fine. We're still together. It's funny to me that George Costanza dated in Seinfeld. All the time. Like every episode. It's funny, though. So Janos is essentially a stalker now. He keeps calling the house, begging her to come back. But then it becomes, you better come back. And she tells her daughter, who we've forgotten they have a daughter because we don't meet her. I'm afraid he'll skin me alive if I don't come back. How would you tell your daughter that? Marianne is really super dramatic. And I'm sure the daughter was used to phrasing like that. And so was like, okay, mom. Sure, mom. Yeah. I got your mom. She's very Lucille Bluth. <laughs> the gays yeah. are just so dramatic. Everything I they just do, wanna, just, just want to set myself set on myself fire. On fire. She, I was thought you were going to say she's very Lucille Ball. And I was like, yeah, that too. Yeah, that too. Yeah, she's a 10 all she's the time. A 10 and I think all Archie runs at about a 1.5. Absolutely. They're kind of made for each other. Which is probably also what he was drawn to about her, right? So I don't know. Yeah. Uh-huh. So Janos makes threats to Archie on the phone. Archie hangs up on Janos and Janos calls back and leaves a message. I'm going to get you. Don't you hang up on me. Oh, Janos. The next day, he's scary. Janos shows up at the house the next day with a small pouch. And Archie, who is the nicest man in the world, lets him in. Don't let this man in. He has been threatening you. Let's have a talk, Janos. Come on, let's talk man to man. Can I offer you some sweet tea? What's going on? So Marianne comes out of the shower and sees Janos there. And Janos says, darling, come sit by me. And Marianne says, no, it's over. 
And Janos goes to the bathroom because he got anxiety, diarrhea or something over this confrontation. And Marianne says, I'm going to see what's in that pouch of his that he brought in. I think he went to the bathroom to psych himself up. I think he went in there to pull a taxi driver. You talking to me? (laughs) You talking to me? I think he went in there to like talk to himself in the mirror. Janos, do this. Like, yeah. Also, if you keep your medicine in your medicine cabinet, that's not safe because he might have switched out some of Archie's Lipitor for something else. Right. His heart pills. Yeah. Yeah, Who knows? Oh, boy. So Marianne peeks in the pouch and it's a loaded gun. And Janos tells her, well, I was going to kill myself. If you weren't going to come with me, I was going to kill myself. But he brought an extra magazine and it's it's so many bullets. He was going to kill everyone in the house, it sounds like. Absolutely. But I don't know if he really was, but maybe he really was. He was psyching himself up for it, for sure. He was not going to kill himself. So a few days later, which is now a week before the murder, he comes over to talk to Marianne and he has some sort of epiphany. And we're hearing about this back when she went to the jail right after the murder and talked to him. And he says, when I talked to you that day last week, it finally clicked. You're not with him because you love him. You're with him for security. And so they think, he doesn't say this, but they think he realizes the only obstacle is Archie. If I kill Archie, I can get Marianne and she'll get his life insurance. So she'll get the security she wants. And his pension. And his pension. So we'll have everything. Six days later, he's dead. Oh, boy. But they still need concrete evidence. So also, how did he get away from the crime scene with no blood on him? Right. So Wallace and Lewin came up with this whole timeline, right? Yes. Okay. But they talked to Marianne about some of it, too. Okay. But so Jim Wallace, the evidence whisperer, looks at the evidence again. Back in 1985, the clothes in his bathroom were tested for blood with luminol. They were glowing in two places. But when they tested it for blood, it was negative. So Mm. there's some kind of bodily fluid there, but it's not blood. Speaking of bodily fluid... Everly Well has over 30 at-home lab tests, so you can finally get the answers to your health symptoms with just a little spit or a little blood prick. Finally, bodily fluids are doing something good. Yay! Everly Well has tests like women's and men's health, thyroid, testosterone, cholesterol, heart health, so many new ones. I love the food sensitivity test. I take it like once a year because your food sensitivities can change and it gives me great results. Thank you, lactate pills. Really appreciate that knowledge. I also think a women's health test is great because women's bodies are super complicated and there's always something going on, especially if you're over like 27 years old. There's always things hiding in there. So Everly Well ships you everything in this little box. You take your spit or your blood, whatever. You send it back. They give you an included prepaid shipping label. It's so easy. You never even have to leave your house. Within days, you get easy to understand results back from a certified lab that have been reviewed by a physician. You can share them with your doctor. You can know what to do next because when you know more, you do more. Yeah. Everly Well also has vitamins and supplements because you might get a result that you're low on some things. So it's like one-stop shop. For listeners of the show, 
For listeners of the show, Everlywell is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash date dateline. That's everlywell.com slash date dateline for 20% off your next at-home lab test. Everlywell.com slash date dateline. Because Everly One should feel Everly Well. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Everly well. Going back to Janos's wardrobe, he might have had only four pairs of shorts and four shirts. Do you think his shirts were Bombas? That's why he's washing every four days. Because I have one Bombas shirt. I literally wash it like the second it's done because I need to wash it. I need to wear it again. It's like the only shirt in rotation. Just pretty much anything Bombas makes is in yeah. constant rotation. So maybe yeah. that is why he has such little clothes as they're mm-hmm. all Bombas. And look, Bombas's mission is simple. They want to make the most comfortable clothes ever and to match every item sold with an equal item donated. So when you buy Bombas, you are giving to someone in need. It's an impressive mission and impressive company when it comes to clothes and socks. Bombas designed their socks, shirts, and underwear to be the clothes you can't wait to put on every day. Everything they make is soft, seamless, tagless, and has a super cozy feel. And look, there's a pair of Bombas socks for everything that you do. They come Mm -hmm. in tons of options, like comfy performance styles made with sweat-wicking yarns, which means your feet stay cool while the rest of you is sweating. Also, if you are a sport person or into activities where your body moves in a sport manner or hobby. What is sport? Oh, sorry. I'll explain. It's where you hit a ball Mm. or run on a pavement. Hmm. And no one's chasing you? Anytime you work up a sweat as a part of a group or solo activity, that could be considered a sport or hobby. People do this for fun. Wow. But if your body is doing one of those sport or hobby-ish type activities, you need to check out the wide variety of offerings in socks from Bombas for your specific activity. That's right. Running, hiking, cycling, tennis. You have feet in your sneakers? Bombas makes comfortable (laughs) socks to cover them. Also, Bombas no-show socks are designed for comfort while being specifically engineered to never fall down. I will attest to this. I had four pairs. I now have three pairs because one of them was lost forever. I don't know how. I'm really upset about it. But my ankles are free to soak up the sunlight and they always stay put in my shoes. It's the best. And they save my shoes from being stinky. It's great. Mm -hmm. Bombas t-shirts are also made with thoughtful design features like invisible seams, soft fabrics, and perfect weight so they hang just right. And Bombas underwear is so breathable and fits so well. It feels like you're wearing nothing at all in a very good way. And did you know that socks, underwear, and t-shirts are the three most requested clothing items at homeless shelters? That's why Bombas donates one for every item you buy. And so far, Bombas customers like you have helped donate over 50 million items of essential clothing. So go to bombas.com slash date dateline and get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash date dateline for 20% off bombas.com slash date dateline bombas 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 make your feet happy and the rest (laughs) of your body too (laughs) thanks bombas so jim wallace sends the pants off for testing now it's now the 
early aughts, so he thinks we can maybe get some good information. But there's still no blood on these pants. These are the pants that were hanging in the shower, drying. But there is something on them. There's dirt and mud stains on the waist and the crotch. I hate the word crotch, but I just said it. I've said it twice now. So oh there's there's dirt and mud there in the in the waist, nether region, the nether undercarriage area. There so there's also luminol in two places on the knees of the pants. Like if you were kneeling down, got something on them, and then spot treated. There so we go. they think he kneeled in the blood when he was stabbing. Well, not. The chest stab wounds he would be standing up for, but then he would have to kneel down in the blood to do that last undercarriage stab. And so he got blood on his knees. He went home. He treated it because cleaning detergents also make luminol glow. So that's why they know it was spot clean because there's still mud and dirt on other parts of the pants. Just cleaned the knee area. How come there is no blood on the shirt? The shirt feels like it would get some sort of splatter or something on it. Was it tested carefully? Because I see it's like a dark chocolate brown shirt. So what's what's up with that? Great great question. Don't know. So the stab wounds, they figured out if he hadn't gone for that last stab wound, that very sexual message, as Keith called it. Personal. No, he called it it sexual. And then Cranky, Detective Cranky said, right, personal. Personal. Then they wouldn't have this evidence. So detectives go find Janos and they secretly tape him. And he tells them, well, oh, yeah, I remember that 20 years ago. I was going to my brother's house to babysit because his babysitter had canceled. But before he had said he was going to do laundry. So they call the brother. And he's like, no, he was never coming to babysit. I don't let him near my children. Uh, (laughs) He didn't say that. No, but he's like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. So they go back and arrest him. He's lied now one too many times. They feel like they have enough. They arrest Janos. Gary is thrilled. What about Marianne? Marianne has shockingly spent the last 20 years with Janos. The man she accused of murdering her husband, and she spat on him. Nothing surprises me anymore. I'm not surprised. I know. The beginning is the end. I can't. (laughs) It's because dark has ruined you. Time means nothing. This is ridiculous. (laughs) So in 2011, Janos goes to trial. The star witness is Marianne, and she is pissed. Not at Janos, but at being there, and especially at John Lewin who is the prosecutor. She does not like this man. They don't like each other. It's amazing. So Janos is now 60. She's now 75. And John Lewis is just so excited to do his opening statement. He is smirking and grinning. Like he loves being in front of a jury. You can tell this is his jam. So they talk about the blood on the knees. They talk about his changing stories. And the defense says there's no evidence. Also, they had found some DNA under Archie's fingernails that don't match Yano's. Whose were they? We don't know. Okay. That I have questions about. Lots of questions. So Gary takes the stand and he talks about that day and how he's crying. And he talks about how his mom turned to him and said, I'm so sorry. I know he did it. I'm so sorry. And he's cussing and he's pointing at Yano's and he breaks down on the stand he is sobbing, sobbing on the stand. And Janos even looks upset. Yeah, it's upsetting. 
But so, we should state here that Janos, for the majority of the trial, looks a startlingly a lot like Sam the Eagle from the Muppets. Yeah, I could see that for sure. Yeah. The whole time with this same very furrowed expression. You know the dad on Twin Peaks who wakes up one day and his hair is white? The dad of Laura Palmer? Yes. Yeah, I remember the dad. Um, <laughs> I'm not saying anything else in case people haven't seen Twin Peaks. So the defense says his story changed. I forgot changed. that his hair turned white. Leland? He wakes up one day Leland. in the second season. Liam. Le- Leland Palmer. Leland. And he literally wakes up one day and his hair is white stress it's bizarre so pros for hair growth (laughs) i don't know about hair color i can't help with that but shedding for sure so the defense says it's obvious his story changed because it's been 25 years now he's not going to remember everything that happened but then marianne takes the stand it's her turn i actually agree with janos i have to say because that the visiting the brother thing, like something like that could easily morph in your mind that it's like, no, there were two purposes to the visit. My brother needed me to babysit, but I was like, oh, right. I'm going to get my laundry done while I'm right. there. Right. Which also would explain why he had four things in his laundry hamper. He's like, well, this is what I've got right now. Right. No, that does. Yeah, I could see Minus that. Minus that bloody shirt and pants that I'm <laughs> taking in my bathroom. That's the part that is a questionable. <laughs> the, there's the question. Yeah. We should also state that the pants are like a light gray like a khaki grayish color. So yeah. it's easy to see stains on those. Yes. Okay. So Marianne, they don't believe Marianne was involved, but they don't know what she's going to do on the stand. Very unpredictable. Is she going to protect him? Is she going to turn on him? She's already done both several she's times. A f- she's a so, firecracker. Yeah. So she hates John Lewin. She's pointing her fingers at him, waving her hands in the air. And Keith says, for two days, their battle of will mesmerized the courtroom as they dueled over her relationship with Janos. I wanted to see the whole thing. I wanted to to see so much more of it, especially when she's waving her hands around, pointing her finger. So No, when she does, are you going to talk about that? (laughs) The cup of water? Yes, she defiantly grabs this cup yeah. of water. She goes, no. And she goes, click. And she grabs this cup like she's a robot and it like <laughs> clinks her hand around it. As loud as you could do a gesture of grabbing a plastic cup, yeah. she does it. You yeah. hear it. It's when it was the cup Lewin grab says, for all time. Let me ask you this. Are you in love with him? And she goes, no. Click. Grabs the cup, sips the water like coldly, like I don't even care about him. Who? I don't know him. She sips it down. like she was downing a shot of whiskey. Yeah, exactly. It was really, it was really, I hope there was Pour me another one, cup. barkeep. Yeah. You know? Make it a double. <laughs> I, I really wanted it to be whiskey in the cup. So John says, no, huh? Um, in the past 30 years, have you been involved with anyone else? And she says, no. And he, she says, we're friends and companions. And he says, oh, friends and companions. Ma'am, he calls her ma'am, in the past 30 years, you've been having sex with him, right? And she says, yes. And he says, I assume you have friends and companions that you don't have sex with. Is that correct? And she says, yes. So he says, so he's the man in your life, correct? She says, yes. And she's also in other spots, very evasive and saying she's pleading the fifth a lot. It's like she's doing the thing with it where you tap on the microphone in the Congress in a hearing and you're like, I do not recall. I misunderstood the question. I don't remember. She is 75. But 
I don't really believe her. So Gary is watching and she at one point she does start crying. And Gary says, I feel bad for her. He has not spoken to her, but he feels badly watching her so upset. He knows how hard this was to watch yeah. her go through, but he knows that they have to do it for the case. They have to build this case. For his dad. For his dad, exactly. Who she was supposed to love. And I mm -hmm. think she did love. It's just she really, yeah, she let herself get carried away with this guy. Yeah. So the jury Sad. comes back. After only two hours, they find Janos guilty. And Gary is so relieved. And he says, you know what, though? I'm mad that Janusz, he calls him Janusz, which mm -hmm. cracked me up. It's like he's not even going to say his name right. Janusz still got to be free for so many years. And that's not right. But I'm glad he's put away now. And John Lewin says, Marianne just doesn't want to believe what Janos did. Yeah. That because if she does, that would mean she would be morally responsible for Archie's death. So she's it's not that blind, blind. Yes. He says, so she's not accepting reality until it punches her in the face. And I guess we didn't punch hard enough. Oh, <laughs> and boy. I was like, it's not nice to punch women in the face, John Lewin. But it's I know not you're nice very to punch proud. punch anyone in the face. But no yeah. one. But I know you're very proud of that expression. And you did a great reading of it. Good job. You did. I'm going to try dramatic. real hard next time, Mr. Lewin. I'm sorry. <laughs> Janos is punched in the face with 26 years to life, there which is interesting because he that's almost the time that he was with Marianne, 25 years or something, in her magical undercarriage. So Gary says he still loves his mom and he doesn't harbor bitterness. He wants answers to questions, but he knows that he's never really going to understand what is going on in her heart. Gary took after his dad's niceness because I would not be that forgiving. And he's like, love is blind. Love makes you crazy. I'll never understand. I still, I have nothing, no hard feelings for her. I think if there's just a certain point where you just decide him wanting her in his life outweighed that other stuff. Yeah. He wanted yeah. to have a parent. Yeah, I get it. It's all yeah. right, Gary. You're doing your best, buddy. I was impressed by him. But it stinks. I couldn't do it. No. Uh, never say never. Maybe. Be surprised. So B-roll Bonanza. Yes. We see a lot um, of summer surfing, oceans, Gary yeah. surfing. Um, where was Matt Murphy? This is Orange County. Matt Murphy. Yeah. Gary was sure a good surfer, though. Yeah, good Wasn't surfer. Wasn't he good? So is Matt Murphy, though. Sorry, it wasn't a competition. They're both no, good. No, I know. They're, They're both ways. good. A lot of old photos. Gary yeah. goes from having David Cassidy hair in the 80s to having no hair, shaved head. I love it. Yeah. I love both journeys for him. No, it's good. Gary and his good boy. We, he has a golden retriever on the beach, which is oh. really cute. They play ball and then running on the sand. It's like a commercial for Viagra or something. It's perfect. No, it's like a commercial for older surfers. <laughs> surfing surfing singles maybe surfing singles yeah. yeah i know he's married but if he was single that would definitely be his surfing singles video right for right sure his, hey i'm gary silver surfers they'd call it this is this is penny my dog she's been this old girl's been with me for 14 years i'm looking for a human girl to be with me for another 14 <laughs> is that good i could just write That's the whole great. thing for it yeah i love that they did a time lapse. We don't get to see that all the time. They did a time lapse on the house in Torrance. Oh. 
That was pretty. I like the time lapse ones. I don't know. I'm a sucker. They did one shot where it was like a photo to being developed. It was the laundry. I saw that too. And it does a slow. That was cool. Developing of a Polaroid kind of. Shot. So see, this is in and so, an intern has come on board with this episode. I don't right. know who, and I yeah. don't know if they're now a story writer or I don't know what they are now. Yeah, like a I don't know a story editor or something important. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Not that interns aren't important. No, but they they intern to move into different positions, paid yes. positions. Yeah, I don't know actually if NBC pays our interns. Yeah, I don't know. Either. Probably, I don't know. Um, car engine starting—that's the first B-roll shot we see—is a key in the engine. His little VW. We get really important B-roll before we get to the most important B-roll. Is we get Josh's B-roll. Did you see it? We did. Cell doors clanging. Oh, we saw cell doors clanging. We saw cell doors go clang, clang. Good job, Mank. Yeah. So if you had that on your bingo, which I'm pretty sure Kimberly added, it's in this episode. Yeah. It's in there. Yeah. We see cell doors clang. Yeah. I totally did. We also see Lewin and Wallace going over paperwork, doing important detective lawyer work. So actually, you could write down lawyers lawyering and cops copying B-roll. You can mark yeah. off both of them. Yeah. I feel like most of the time you can mark that off. Yeah, it's a pretty easy one. Okay, so now the very important B-roll. So when Janos and Marianne meet at a local restaurant, the B-roll footage, that is my Bob's Big Boy. That is across the street from where I worked for 12 years. And it you do is... You have a friend who would beg to differ that it's yours. Katie's been there as well. No, no, not that friend. We have a friend who grew up in the area, who that was his favorite restaurant. So this has special meaning for multiple people in our lives. Multiple people. It is not a local restaurant. It is, this is a fake out. So there is no way that her from Torrance and him from Long Beach drove up to Burbank. To Burbank. To meet at this restaurant that they're calling a local restaurant so they dateline has tricked us i feel a little lied to but i understand because it's right down the street from the nbc studios so they just popped over and got some b-roll and i thought they would trick us also they really didn't eat at that one i do not think so but i won't be fooled again Although I do want to clarify and say that is a 24-hour Bob's Big Boy. It's open at 3 in the morning. There have been murders that have been discussed at that Bob's Big Boy. I'm sure of it. Just not this one. The name of the restaurant is Bob's Big Boy. Bob's Big Boy. And it has a giant Bob's Big Boy statue outside. And they dress it up. He wears checkerboard overalls most of the time. But, but sometimes for Halloween, they put him or when the Dodgers are doing really well, they put a Dodger uniform on him and like tourists pose with him. Anyways. And they are the home to the very famous chili spaghetti. What's up, Jesse? Yeah. What's up, Jesse? But yeah, but Kimberly's worked right next to it for years. Yeah. So literally, that is not the restaurant they met at. That is not a local restaurant to Torrance or Long Beach. But I appreciate that they gave it a little shout out. Me and, too. Me um, too. Now I'm questioning all the B-roll I've seen forever. And yeah. was that really Janos's apartment that Keith was standing outside of? Or did they just pick a random apartment? No one's going to know. No one's going to double check. Except for That's us. True. Also, what <sighs> murders have been talked about there? Robert Durst? Robert Blake? Something. All of, lots, them. 
Lots all the Roberts. Murders. All the Roberts have been discussed there. All the Roberts and maybe all the Petersons. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So Brand's unhappy being on a dateline. Bob Snake Boy? No, because it wasn't mentioned by name. It was only in B-roll, so you had to catch it. They okay. didn't mention it by name. I'm going to say Volkswagen, but the Germans are okay because of Dark, is what I wrote. <laughs> Bringing it full circle. I don't know. The Bugs are still a cool car. Yeah, I still like them. I could see you in a Bug. I always, I did want one at some point. Uh, yeah. Alternative theories. Is it possible he didn't do it? Is it possible yeah. she was involved? Is it possible just like a neighbor did it? The thing under the fingernails, I still, I'm thinking about it still. Yeah. Well, we didn't get to see in trial. Would they tell us that at the beginning of the trial that he had other DNA? And then we don't get to see that part of the defense. I would have liked the defense attorney to yeah. come on. I mean, I'm interview. assuming it's just unidentified. We don't know whose it is. Did they check the paper boy? Was it? Because who else is up at that hour at five in the morning? Paper but boy. But it was, it was so overwhelming that the jury came back in two hours. Yeah. On that, I'm, I hate to say this, but is, was it just because they were so disgusted with the situation? That she stayed with him? That could be. And he got blamed because she stayed with him. I hate to say it, but I think the prosecution knew that and put her on the stand for two days. Yeah, definitely. And he did not take the stand. And I think he maybe should have. Yeah, maybe. Okay, titles. Oh, wait, fashion police. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I talked about most of them. The early Gary had the long hair. I put long hair slash visor equals totally rad. Yeah, LA, L.A. gear. Yeah, he was totally rad. Keith in his leather T-bird jacket on the beach. Yeah, too hot. Why are you wearing that jacket? It was still cool. Um, take, it, and take it off and sling it over your one shoulder. And then, oh, he could have done that. Like and then with your Yano's, finger, you know where your like, one finger hooks into the jacket and holds it over your one yes, shoulder? Yes, he's done it. Yeah. We've seen him do it. Yeah. Also, Janos in a terry cloth brown shirt. He's arrested in it. It's just oh. not a good look. You don't want to be arrested in but Terry But comfortable. Cloth. Very comfortable. I guess. If you, get, you don't get, you get booked clothes for a right while. Away. That's no, true. If you you're don't get a, booked for a while, a, you might be sitting in that for before they get you your... Basically wearing a bath towel. Yeah. Comfy. So, yeah. Not mad at it. No. All right. Now I'm ready for titles. Okay. I also thought of an alternative. I'm coming up with all sorts of good ideas while I'm sick. Let me remind you of Sass Squatch. Mm-hmm. In case you forgot. What about, since sometimes I know you have a hard time with titles, we did headlines instead. This would be a headline in a newspaper. How do you feel about that idea? And oh, have I, like I had that. it before or have you had it? No, I like it. Because sometimes it's easier to think of it like a splash page. Mm-hmm. Is that what mm-hmm. a splash? That's not a splash page. You know what I'm talking about. Like a a splashy headline for a, a tabloid headline. or something. Yeah. You like uh-huh. it? Yeah, I like it. Okay. Cool. Although I have, maybe I won't have as much trouble as I do with Real Housewives titles because I cannot seem to do. I think this will be easy. Let me. I'm going to give you mine. You tell me if you think you could have done it. Now mine's a little punny, but such as the cards were dealt. All right. This is 25 year old murder still bugs detectives. <gasps> okay, because of the beetle. Because of the bug. Okay. Yeah, I will not be good at this. There's no way. I think you will. I, no. They don't have to be punny. But they're better if they are. Okay, but how about this? If you're having a hard time with the title, think about a headline. Okay, I'll try. It might help as an alternative title, to, is alternative title title. Okay. 
If you were going to do a Real Housewife line, can you come up with one on the fly for her? Um, It would have to be something involving twos. Twice the something spoils the something. I don't know. (laughs) Probably not. What are your twos? She had two men. Okay, but not you wouldn't go with three for a triangle, which is the title of the episode. It's all dark in here right now. Right, yeah. It's all dark. (laughs) <laughs> turn around the beginning is the end <laughs> turn around two is company three is murder oh <gasps> that's not bad it's not that funny though Whoa! <laughs> cheering that was amazing Ooh. that is so good i feel oh, like if so good. if she were to create a silver singles it's my time website for yes. dating yeah. It would say loyal in all block letters, but only to one out of two men in her life. Because like, oh, like she an- was so unbelievably loyal to this murderer, but she was so not loyal to Archie. If it said loyal with a teeny tiny asterisk, asterisk on the sometime. bottom, like it was with medication. And yeah. If you're passionate and have a, have a crappy apartment. One out of two, completely loyal. But she's not loyal to either of them because she left one for the other one back and did that. Did that did no, you're right. That. That's true. She's a she's a fair weather fan. She's a fair yeah. weather dater. I don't understand. No, I think I think Yano's did. I think it is hard when someone when you're first attracted to someone. She did live with him for a while and he still just loves her so much. And she probably got to the point where she's like, forget it. He yeah. is crazy in love with me and I think he's cute. I'm going to go for it. He probably didn't do it. Right. There was somebody else's DNA under his fingernails. Yeah. Maybe she knew about that. I don't know. How do you woo someone to get them to forget that you've committed murder on their husband? But then why did she deny Edible arrangement? That's true. Is there an edible arrangement that is the... Sorry, I killed your husband? Please come back. All all melon murder basket? (laughs) Is that what that's called? Yeah. Wait a minute. Why did she get on the stand and deny their love? Explain that. She to was me. trying to not make herself look that bad. Like she was, try- I don't know. It was like a defense mechanism, maybe. No, I was it barely was dating him. I didn't even care about him. Whatever. Who? I don't even. What? What are you talking about? But I think that got him convicted. I yeah. think it would have been better if she'd gotten up there and been like defiantly, "No, yeah, I love him, and I don't believe he did this." Uh, do you think that I would go with someone who I thought had possibly murdered my husband? Right. No. Right. That was his best defense. She kind of maybe she sunk his battleship. Yeah. She did not want to be called. She was one of those what you'd call a defiant witness that has attitude yeah. from the start. Yeah. Okay. So the only two titles I have are Bob's Big Lie. I don't. I don't know where I was going with that. I like it. Bob's Big Boy, um, mm-hmm. because that wasn't really the restaurant they met at. And Janos's Dirty Laundry, or like airing out dirty laundry, something with dirty laundry. Oh, that's good. I thought that's great. What's wrong with that one? It's okay. You're very I'm sure. Hard our, on li- our listeners could come up with good ones. What about Janos? The truth about Archie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying something there. Yeah, uh-huh. And then I had friends with extra murdery benefits. Yep. She kept saying they were friends with benefits. We're just mm-hmm. friends. We're yeah. very good friends that happen to live together and share bodily fluids. Don't worry uh, about it. Speaking of bodily fluids, 
Um, no. that, that was the lead in for two of my ads. Yeah, it was. Thank you, everybody. Join our Patreon and our Supercast. We have so much fun stuff coming out. We do. Bonus stuff. And it's just a really cool community with other listeners that are amazing. And follow us on social media, please. And tag a friend. Tell a friend. If you thought this episode was funny, send it to a friend. If you didn't think it was one of our best... Just maybe wait until you find one that is our best and then send that one to a friend. Send that one to them. Yeah, maybe yeah. one where I'm not sick. Yeah. Let's send it. Let's find it. Find one. Yeah. There'll be a lot of them. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. And <laughs> be everybody. your own beetle. Be your own bug. Is that worse? good. No, yeah, she I doesn't seem excited can't. about it. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Oh, is this the end of the episode or is it just the beginning? <laughs> Everybody watch Dark, and then we can have a big discussion about it. Stay tuned for our recap on Dark. Bye. Bye. Could it be like a SAS, a metal detector, and we would be like giving them degrees of Sasquatchiness? Boop, 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 boop. So it's a reality show where they compete for the for the sassiest Sasquatch? Yeah, maybe. Cindy's making a list. Kimberly's problems slash host quotes. <laughs> she, she is. She literally wrote it on a notebook and it says Kimberly's problems. Is it things you're host afraid quotes. of? Because for a while there, you were saying almost every episode, that's my biggest fear. And I was never cutting it. I was <laughs> no, and maybe I, I cut that. it like once or twice. I don't mind that. And then I left it because I knew that somebody someday was going to catch on and compile that list that you are, that's your biggest fear, not just a fear, it's your biggest fear. I'm curious to know. It was quickly cracking me up. I'm curious about all of my biggest fears. It's a lot.